Welcome to the Serious Social podcast, created by the straight-talking social media experts at Immediate Future. In this week's Serious Social, we'll be looking at best practice when it comes to design on social, particularly when a brand needs to change perception or communicate sustainability values. Belle Lawrence is joined by IF Senior Designer Chantal Elbikai and OSP Design Director Sharon Wallace. Hello everyone and welcome to another session of Serious Social Live. Today we are delving into the world of design. We know, and most of you also know, that on social you need to be bold to grab attention. But often brands will also have stringent guidelines and they'll have to consider much more than how the brands look on screen. So from packaging to print and from shelves to social, brands need to tell a story. I'm lucky to have a couple of fab guests with me today to talk through this topic. So I'm going to bring them into the stream now. So firstly, we have senior designer at Immediate Future. Um, this is Chantelle. She wows us and her and our clients with her awesome illustration and animation skills. She's always pushing the envelope when it comes to innovation. Hi, Chantelle. Hi. Hello. Um, and second to add to the stream is design director at Object Space Place, Sharon Wallace. Um, Sharon and I met way back in the day when Facebook was a little twinkle in Zuck's eye. Um, yeah, we are that old. Um, <laughs> but since then, she's um, managed design studios for Comran, P&G, Fitflop and the Football Association, to name a few. These days, though, she's applying her passion for sustainability with hospitality brand spaces. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, ladies. So nice to be here. Yeah, welcome. Um, so we're going to have quite a nice open discussion today, um, but we're going to talk a little bit about brands, design, their perception, probably a bit about sustainability. Um, so, yeah, jump in whenever you want to um, have an opinion. We like those. <laughs> so we'll start off with just generally with social media. Obviously, there's a lot of benefits that social has for brands. Um, and particularly when we're thinking about design, it can help change the audience's perception of what's what's going on with that brand or what they think of that brand. Um, and I think probably for designers, there's a lot of ways that you can play with social. But I'll go to Sharon first. What's your sort of thoughts around the benefits that social has for brands? Well, I think the two work really strongly together. I think they can really um, support each other, kind of on the print side and the social media side. And in terms of changing perceptions, I always like this example I have of um, Greg's, um, which I find is quite a, an unassuming brand. I've, I mean, I'm not their target audience, um, and that's fair enough. They just don't speak to me as a brand. I've, I've never really been drawn into their stores. Having said that, if we go back a few years, I remember having um, a colleague who used to drag me out every Friday to grab her Greg's sandwich. We used to pick up um, some of those, what were they, those yum yum donuts for the rest of the team and bring them back. And I remember walking out of that shop every week with the little paper bags, feeling like I was doing the walk of shame down the high street because... I just thought this doesn't, this brand just doesn't speak to me. It doesn't represent me. And I realize I'm making myself sound like a complete food snob here. Um, but I think where they've been very clever and really utilized social media is when they did um, their Veganuary campaign back in, was that 2019 with the vegan sausage roll? So I just think that was a, for me, it was a turning point because 
what it did was it, it took away that kind of firstly it gave them a bit of wits and humor um and it it really made them likable for, for me um and it turned around that kind of perception of their kind of stodgy offer their, their student offering student snacks and made me think okay maybe they've got a bit more of an upmarket offering here you know maybe their coffee is actually quite decent maybe I would pop in and try it and not feel ashamed to walk out again mm. and and I also think what social media does is it allows you to build on that so once you've had a success like that you know they then continued it um last year with the Stormzy um PR stunt where they'd heard Stormzy in an interview I think talking about what he loved what, what his favorite go-tos were mm. from Greg's um, and they picked up on that and it allowed them to be really reactive in that moment um, and then off the back of that they um, they did a Stormzy VIP card which many people will remember um, and at the time Stormzy had 1.4 million followers which are also, you know, Greg's target audience. So I just think it was a very clever um, campaign and they were able to to use that extra platform to to really plug in and, and talk to those extra, that extra audience. Yeah, really build on, on the reach that they already had, but kind of make it a bit more open. Um, and I think probably, like you said, building on it, they then went on to do quite a bit of rebranding. Like I think their coffee cups are black now. It's like a little, maybe a little bit more premium feel to it. So they kind of build on and on with that. So it's not seen as that uh, walk of shame with the Greg's paper yeah. bag. <laughs> hopefully people don't feel like that anymore I'm sure that's what they were aiming for <laughs> but yeah and, and another brand who's done um, a bit of a revamp on their brand very recently uh, is Burger King and obviously they've been a bit of a topic of conversation uh, certainly in the marketing world this week um, for a couple of the things that they've done but yeah the rebrand Good, bad, loved it, hate it. Certainly some of the stuff they've done on social hasn't been that great. And uh, Chantal and I were talking about that just before this call um, about why they did things and what do you what do you think they did wrong, Chance? Well, first off, I absolutely love the Burger King rebrand. It's just like chef's kiss, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so retro but modern. Um, I think they do I think they did that really, really well. What they didn't do so well was their Twitter campaign of the, um, well, not campaign, but it was a post on International Women's Day <laughs> where that was a big yikes, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think they did it poorly on Twitter, but they did it really well on Instagram, which they had this um, visual of women belong in the kitchen. But then underneath they have a little fine print of, I think it's like, only 20% of chefs are women or something like that. Yeah. And that's really grabby. And that's like, that's it was visual. all in the same space, wasn't it? Yeah. All in the same visual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, it grabs your attention, but it's telling, it's, it's showing, well, it's explaining the message, right? Without having to over explain like they did on Twitter, which didn't, yeah. it just didn't go down so well. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, it, you know, had we, 
been advising them, I think we probably would have said maybe use the visual on Twitter rather than just text because, yeah, the message is right. And they were trying to communicate a value for the business, um, which is, is you know, a good value to have, but they just executed it really badly on Twitter. They, it also went in print with a much longer message. I suspect it was designed for print and then converted into social. And that's something that often doesn't work, or at least there are a lot of pitfalls for that. Um, and maybe it's it's something that we can get into when it comes to design, because there are a lot of considerations on both sides. Um, and when we're talking about print, we're not just talking about um, newspapers, but like even the packaging, like I mentioned on shelves and things like that. So um, what do you see as kind of the biggest challenges when you're moving from print to digital or, or packaging to social, Sharon? Well, I think with print, particularly for packaging, you have a bit more control over it. Um, you know, you go through design approval processes, you're able to position your product carefully on the shelf. Um, you're able to consider kind of tactile elements. You know, for example, if you've got um, quite a premium product, you're going to look at, you know, premium feeling packaging. You're going to look at foil blocking and stuff like that. So to a big extent, you have a lot more control over those elements um, that you don't necessarily have on um, social media. I think what social media um, does do there is it allows you that extra overflow space if you like so um there's not much pack room generally um to convey a, a, an important message or a key message that that brand has so if you take a subject like sustainability for example it's uh, there's still a lot of education um that is needed around that particularly when it comes to the consumer um and it's really difficult to convey all that messaging across in, in a piece of print so what we're able to do, I think, with social media is use those channels to really kind of continue the story and, um, you know, give it give it a tone of voice um, and provide that kind of extra messaging around the brand. Um, and I think the two strands together really kind of create this kind of compelling narrative for a brand and, and they work well together. They, they support each other. Yeah, I agree. I think they do work like print and digital works hand in hand. Um, on social media, things go by a lot quicker than they do in real life. So it's up to us as the digital designers to make, to convey the message and make it stand out. And, you know, if it's in, if it's trying to make something look like it's eco-friendly, how do you do that? You would use something like a wood texture or, I don't know, brushed cotton or something, or, or you'd go really minimalistic and make it look like clean you know yeah. clean and fresh or if instead of using like a photo of mud you would use those earthy tones to denote eco-friendly yeah so i guess i mean how would you do that sharon in in real life by letting people know that this is sustainable or this is eco-friendly is it a case of just putting a sticker on it and saying you can do this or is it the feel well, yeah, I mean, it, it's interesting that you say that, actually. I um, I was talking with a friend a few weeks back, and um, she had a client who was looking for a uh, – she was looking for some sustainable packaging for her product. And she was talking to her supplier, and the supplier 
they narrowed it down to two options. So they were cardboard boxes. And one of them was a brown cardboard box and one of them was a white one. And she was basically told, if, if you want the most sustainable option here, you need to pick the white one because in terms of carbon footprint, etc., how this product is made, um, you're having less impact on the planet if, if you pick this white one here. And interestingly, her perception and what she thought her client's perception, her sorry, her customer perception would be, was the brown one would come across as looking more eco. Um, so, yeah, I think as I was saying before about the, the education, we're not quite there yet. Um, we perceive, you know, the eco option to be kind of less packaging or the brown kind of um uh, simple, simpler packaging, um, the less processed looking option, but it's not always the most sustainable. Um. Yeah. And it's a really interesting point because again, probably if that was a question that was asked to me, well, we, we've chosen the white packaging, but, but we, because we know it's more sustainable, but we also think that our customers are going to have this perception, then we have to build a story around that, right? We can, we can create that story and, and tell it for the brand to get, get those values across in a way on social that will help them with their, with their values. So they can choose the most sustainable option. It's not just what it looks like on shelves. Like you said, you can build on it with social. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so as we're talking about sustainability, um, clearly it's a bit of a marketing trend. And I think generally a, maybe a population trend, maybe a world trend to try and be more sustainable. And it's not even just a trend. It's got to go a lot further than that, clearly. Um, but if we are talking about trends, what do you see as what we need to focus on for, for trends for 2021? Um, I'll go to Sharon first. I think what I see coming up is, um, oh, look, we've <laughs> we've come out of the most terrible year. Um, and I, I think what has happened during that time is we have seen shifts in people's kind of attitudes and behaviours. So uh, we've got a more altruistic outlook. We've been talking to neighbours that we've never met before. We've been supporting each other. We've been clapping for carers and, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I think... From brands, I think brands are going to have to work a lot harder to kind of grab our attention. We're going to want to see, firstly, a bit of humour, um, a bit more humility. And I think we're going to want to hear that kind of real authentic voice from brands. You know, we're, we're done with all the, the kind of facade. We want, to, we want to feel like they're really human and they're, they're really speaking to us. Um, I also think, that, and I, I wouldn't say this is a trend, um, like I wouldn't say sustainability is a trend because these are things that are here and we're on a journey towards. But I think we're continuing to see a lot more diversity in brands, which is excellent. Um, and I think from the sustainability point of view, we're, we're starting to see some exciting things as we start to make advancements in those areas and and we build our knowledge. So um, I think either last year or the year before, for example, um, I received an Easter egg. Uh, it was a Hotel Chocolat Easter egg that my partner bought me. And uh, I always love their packaging. Um, and I always try and keep their boxes and, and reuse them for, for things. Um, but what they did, I think it was last year, was they, um, instead of using the packaging, they, um, they put the eggs in a tin 
and it was this really it's this really beautifully designed almost architectural tin um it's um you know if it's beautifully into the home it's very lightly branded so subtle and i've used it on my on my side in the kitchen for well for a year or, or two years however long i've had it now to just to put bits and bobs in so i think that kind of careful consideration to the end use of that piece of packaging you know reusing as opposed to recycling because there's there's still a lot of confusion i think around um how we recycle stuff it's all very well um packaging carrying that recyclable logo but unless we're recycling it properly it's probably still ending up in the landfill a lot of the times yeah um i also think you know we're seeing some really interesting advancements in mycelium packaging um, and fun things like seaweed packaging. So I'm really excited to see how they evolve and, and what comes up with those. Yeah. And the great thing about that for us as social media marketers is that they're brilliant stories to tell. And so the example of the Hotel Chocolat tin, that's that's fantastic. And uh, But I didn't know that. Maybe they're not communicating those kind of things enough out to their audience and helping people to choose that more sustainable option um because really what we want to do is tell tell stories and tell the brand stories and kind of help consumers understand how to make those choices um what do you think Chantel about trends the kind of humanizing of things yeah I think it's just to make a point about the hotel chocolate thing it reminds me of you know when your mum keeps the quality street tins and puts buttons (laughs) in it (laughs) yeah Yeah. um that's great But yeah, in terms of trends and stuff, I think Sharon kind of hit the nail on the head. I think also where um, brands are being held more accountable to the things Mm. that they do, you know, the consumers, like, it's easy for us as a consumer to get onto Twitter and and tweet these brands and get a response immediately, um, which is great, you know. Um, But yeah, I just think it's, it's kind of, them giving us the knowledge and I, I don't know if that's a trend but it's a good yeah. step for us to understand yes yeah, so kind of brands taking responsibility Absolutely, for, yeah. for communicating those values don't just assume people are going to look them up because yeah. it is hard to communicate you know like we said on on packaging on a shelf for example you've got really limited space although you can control it really, really well it's such a limited space to try and explain those kind of things so social is an ideal way to try and communicate that and do it in the right way um so i think yeah for us it's about storytelling it's about being thoughtful being um authentic and we will always try and help brands to tell those stories in a way that doesn't exclude anyone doesn't preach but just explains it and helps people to make the right choices so yeah i think it's going to be a really interesting year for that topic for sure excellent well um Thank you both so much for your time today. This has been a really nice session and um, there might be some comments um, on the LinkedIn group. So if anybody is watching and you have questions that you haven't put to us yet, hop over to the LinkedIn event that's on our page and then you can post your questions there and we'll be happy to answer them. Um, So thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back again next week with Serious Social Live. And if you've missed any of them, you can catch up on our YouTube channel, Facebook for video. You can also listen to our podcast. So go and subscribe pretty much anywhere you get your podcast but we're definitely on uh, apple and spotify so head over there and subscribe today (laughs) great thanks guys um i will speak to you really soon and have a great day
Thank you. If you're after more know-how to break the social boring, subscribe now and check out the show notes for links to our website and social profiles.